Yelena. Yelena. Huh? You didn't see that coming unless you read the spoilers and heard it all over the internet for two weeks. Yeah, Yelena showed up. How about that? No one saw that coming except for the 98,100 people that saw it. But yeah, no one saw that coming. Yeah. 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 Unless you watch the end of Black Widow, even though everyone hates that movie. But yeah. (laughs) I saw it coming, but I was still shocked for some odd reason. No, 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 no. The funny part about it was like, I saw, like, I knew it was coming, but for some reason I'm like, oh, it's coming later on in the season. Just like the Kingpin thing. I'm like, oh, it's coming down later on. And then when Uh it happened, like, as soon as I saw her, like, attack them, I was like, oh, it's happening now. Okay. Yeah, you know what I mean? And then that was happening over there, so I was like, okay, who the fuck is this? Yeah, like, soon, like soon as I saw her, like, throw the first punch, I was like, oh, shit, she's here now. Oh, my God. This is happening a little faster than I thought. Like, what the fuck? Like, this is way faster than I thought. It, I'm like, that should have happened. Yeah, I was like, I was surprised. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, that should have happened later on. Yeah. Here's my question. Mm-hmm. We got Kingpin, like, early as shit. We got this early as shit. Mm-hmm. What do we have for later that's going to be this fucking mind-blowing? Even though we saw it coming, but if we didn't see it coming, it would still be mind-blowing. <laughs> um, nothing. Like, nothing. Like, all the only the only big thing is, like, the big Kingpin reveal roll into the, the Echo thing, also roll into the Daredevil storyline, also roll into this quote-unquote mystery all of a fucking sudden. Kevin Feige's like, yeah, um, we, we might have some more like Marvel stuff to roll out later on this year? I don't know. Just <laughs> might later on this year. And it's like, fam, we know exactly when it's coming. Right after the fucking Spider-Man drop, right after the Kingpin shows up, we know that this is rolling into more Daredevil, more Netflix shit on Disney+. Plus. We know. We know what's going on, dog. Like, we know. It's like, a surprise, but not a surprise. <laughs> it, it's a surprise, but it's nowhere close to a surprise because, like, we all know. Like, we're all sitting there like, we know what's happening, dude. Like, no, 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 man. Like, you don't know. It could be something else. No, no, we know what's happening, bro. No, no. No, no, that's not happening. You're wrong. I'm like, yeah, no, we know exactly what's happening. We know. We know. Just like we know what's happening on NXT. Or we think we know. We, we think we know. We kind of think we know. Uh, so we did not we did not do our takeover coverage well it's not even takeover anymore war games coverage we didn't do that it was just like we was like nah nah we're over that fuck it war games happen it's whatever so it was an okay show it wasn't that bad it was actually okay it was okay like we had the women's war games match where Cora Jade got the win and became a bigger star than we already knew she was gonna be. She's a I'm friend of the show. Yeah. <laughs> I said it for you. <laughs> <laughs> so then we had a tag team title match which everybody like 
I really like I really don't understand that's how a lot of people was like you know I didn't know that Imperium was that good I'm like okay even you wasn't paying attention over the last about three years or you just like decided to say oh my god I was paying attention to this one match and they actually were good it's like what what do you mean yeah only thing that opened my eyes about this match about them mm-hmm. Marcel Bartel is really fucking good like I know, like Fabian is the better one to me you know yes but that's the funny part like a lot of people still forget that like Fabian was in the um CWC and he was yeah. the one who did that super crazy thing and it's like what the fuck like that was that was totally awesome <laughs> it was like but then it was like oh shit like this dude is like fucking like so cool yeah but like I'm like, dude, like, we've seen them tag team match after 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 tag team match. They've been killing it. It was like, what the fuck? It's like, it, it's it's insane. It's insane. It was insane. Then we had <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly turn on Von Wagner, who was going to turn on him, which was really weird. Which was really weird. It, it, it was like, what the fuck? Like, I seen, like, w- Wagner, like, you train him, but I didn't see, like, dude fighting back. Yes. Yeah, it was, like, it was really weird. Because, like, I'm like, all right, he's going to, like, he was going to turn on him, like, all right, one's going to turn on the other, but it was like, no. Von Wagner's like, I'm going to kill you. And Kyle was like, no, I'm going to kill you first. I'd seen it coming. I'm like, all right. And Kyle said, I'm going to fight you in a steel cage on Tuesday. I'm like, all right, cool. We're going to fight in a steel cage. That's great. Then we had fucking, I thought this was going to be the title change, but it wasn't. We had Roderick Strong versus Joe Gacy. And it was funny because, like, Joe Gacy had it in a bag, but then Harlan grabbed the girl and Joe was like, we don't do that. Don't do that. And he put him down, and then he got murdered. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Cameron Grimes beat Duke Hudson, which was like really weird because I'm like, yeah, I didn't see that coming. I thought Cameron Grimes was going to be the loser in that one. It okay. made more sense. Yeah. And then we had the men's war games, and it ended with Tommaso Ciampa getting pinned. Braun Breaker. Yeah, he did. It was an okay match. But all of that led into NXT where Kyle O'Reilly put Von Wagner in an opening match. Cage match, mind you. Opening match. Only for Kyle to lose and Von Wagner to do 996 gazillion fucking bear hugs. Oh, that shit was fucking annoying. That shit no so lie. Like, I look down, look back up. He still got him the bear hug? <laughs> yeah, it just was so annoying. During the picture in picture, still bear hug. Yes. As y'all know, y'all listeners, long time listeners, his TV's faster than mine. Yo, is he, does he still have him a bear hug on your side? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, it just wouldn't stop. It just wouldn't stop. And it just kept getting 
worse and worse and worse and worse. And I was like, dude, just stop. This is so annoying. <laughs> and then Von actually won. And then after the match, he attacked Kyle and slammed his face into the cage a couple times. And that's the end of Kyle O'Reilly for maybe now. We'll get into the rest of that at the end of the show. We'll, get, we'll definitely get into that. We'll like have some stuff to talk about with that. Maybe we have some answers or not answers. Who knows? So, question. I know, right? What season uh-huh. is it? It's, it's winter, right? Or is winter still coming? We'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. We'll get, <laughs> we'll get to that. Go ahead. We'll, so they have Harlan. And Harlan will wrestle next week. Joe Gacy said he's going to unleash him or something like that. I wasn't really paying attention. I didn't even notice he said that he, Harlan was going to wrestle next week because you could barely tell that Harlan was behind him because it was so on Joe Gacy. You just seen Harlan's hand. And it was like, oh, Harlan was there the whole time. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's the thing. Breaking news to me. <laughs> yeah. So Braun Breaker came out to challenge Ciampa, but as Braun's challenging Ciampa, Malcolm Bivens and a Dynamite comes out. So that winds up setting up next week, Roderick Strong versus Braun Breaker. I don't know if it's going to be for the title or for... I, I have no idea. My understanding is for the title because there's no weight limit anymore for the Cruiserweight title, which shouldn't even be called the Cruiserweight title at this point, but... <laughs> It shouldn't. Should. So then we had broke beer money. Oh shit, I like that. I like that. Yeah, broke beer money versus the Creed brothers. And they're fighting and they're fighting. And all of a sudden we got grizzled young vets out there. They come, they take the tag rope off. So the tag won't be legal. And they're like, aha, aha. Broke beer money can't win because they can't make a tag. Ha ha ha. And the ref was like, okay, yeah, you can't make a tag now. This is this is this is how the rules go. It's like, what? These are rules now? Yeah, these are rules now. Ha 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 ha. But you know what? You know what happened? You know what happened? You wanna know? Broke beer money still won. It was off nothing. Nothing meant anything. It was like, what what the hell happened? Like that, like they're so like inconsistent with that rule. It's like what the fuck? Exactly. So then we had something that makes you know exactly that fucking NXT 2.0 is basically WWE. We had Duke Hudson come out with blonde hair, a wig, and then he put on a chin trap like Kurt Angle, and it's like. Dude, are you serious? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, it's just straight up WWE shit. Like, what the fuck? It's damn true. Yeah. And then, Cameron Grimes comes out and challenges him into a no-DQ match. Like, alright, whatever. So then we go backstage, we get broke beer money, and they're talking to Jacket Tom. The TikTok Toxic Tag Team shows up and they go off with them. 
the jacket time winds up getting beat up by the grizzled young vets. So, and we see in the background somebody has been sleeping this whole time, and like if they do not connect this from point A to point B, I'm gonna be totally pissed because it literally is a story. So there's always been somebody sleeping in the background for months. There's been somebody sleeping in the background, a girl in a whole pajama set sleeping. It's like, okay, who is this girl? Who is this girl? And she stands up this time and you see her and she looks around and goes, oh, and just walks away. And it's like, so we're, are we gonna address that this was a thing? Like we could literally tie this into a story. If they don't tie this into the story, I'm gonna be mad. And you know what the story is? Because only like 10 people got this. That's Mei Ying. That's Mei Ying. She's the person. Like, I don't understand how, like, if they do not tie this into a story, it's just the dumbest thing. It's like, oh my God, you could just tie this into a story. Be like, okay, Mei Ying fell asleep and she was this girl the whole time. Ha, she was possessed. Now Bo's possessed with the, the thing. Bo's possessed with the hand thing. She was the person who was there. She fell asleep after she was possessed. Ah, it all makes sense. It ties into the old and keeps the new, or she could just be a sleepy girl, and I will be totally pissed if she missed the opportunity to tell a story that literally had nothing to do with nothing, but it would just be fun for me to tell a fucking story that she was the hand, and she fell asleep, and this is her waking back up. Ha, whatever. I don't know. This is weird. This is weird. If, if they don't... If they, Viper's a writer. <laughs> if they don't tie this into a story, I'm just gonna be so angry. I'm gonna be so angry. So angry. So angry. That's perfect, but knowing that it be, you know, like, because if it was regular NXT, then, like, you know, Triple H's vision, that probably w- would go down. But now Vince is in charge, so, yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because speaking of Vince being in charge, this next scene is something that would happen if Vince was in charge, because it did happen. We go outside and we have Grayson Waller talking to this girl, trying to get her number. Now, remember, he was a player a few weeks back, getting girls, easily. All of a sudden, he's talking to this girl. She's like, no, I can't hang with you because some other guy's going to pick me up. Yeah, it's LA Knight. He's like, uh, okay. All right. Uh, I don't, I don't get it, but yeah, because I'm a winner. You're a loser. And then Grayson Waller gets mad. I'm not a loser. I'm going to show everybody. Dude, you're a bitch. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Stop acting like that. I'm going to show everybody I'm not a loser. You can't take a girl from me. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Bitch. So then we had a match. Carmelo Hayes versus Dexter Loomis. And this all plays into like the whole Dexter Loomis, Johnny Gargano, long-term story from Christmas, Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Halloween, Halloween. I was gonna get it right eventually. <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> like this is a long-term thing. That in, like it literally. I know it's not over, but it literally ended with like Carmelo Hayes getting the win and then um, Trick getting choked out, and it's like. Okay, well, that was kind of weird because, like, it's this long story term that you should, like, tell more of. And it's like, oh, okay, I'll probably didn't work. Yeah, whatever. It, 
your opinion would this end with um Dexter and the Mitchality winning the title? No, no, because no, because it's like if that does happen, Melo should go for the world title, but Melo's not gonna go for the world title because Braun Breaker's about to win it from um Tampa. So it's not like all of this isn't gonna work together. So I think Melo's gonna hold on to the title for longer. And plus something else happens later on. This is like, oh wow, Melo's gonna hold on for the title for longer. Yeah. So yeah. So then we finally meet the shaman. We finally meet the shaman. And we were both right. And I know somebody <laughs> like, how are you both right? Because Renegade said, I wanted uh, to be our yeah. And I said, I wanted to be Shawn Michaels. So they said, you know what? We're going to fuse those two together and make Matt Riddle. Like, okay. Well, I mean, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It makes sense. Matt Riddle likes to get high. MSK likes to get high. Hey, high times. It's, it's way to go. Way to go. I'm only upset that I didn't think of that sooner. In a secondary pick. Yeah, because but it's like it wasn't like something that we were just gonna be like, uh, yeah, that should happen. It's like, uh, I don't know. But, but I the, guess because, the aspect makes perfect sense. Yeah. I guess because everything is like now synergy that is like, hey, haha, Matt Riddle's part of the WWE universe, so this all makes sense. It's like, okay, yeah, all right, whatever. So yeah, that happened. Kind of like hinted at not leaving them, so mm-hmm. he's gonna stick in between both shows. I hope not. That's what it sounded like. Like, hopefully, I'm wrong. Like, I agree with you. No, that's what he said, but like I said, I hope not. Yeah. No, but what he said and what he meant probably two different things because it's Matt Riddle. <laughs> so. Yeah. So then we get Persia backstage with Andy and she's telling him to stay focused. Stay focused. And then all of a sudden, it's her Dexy. He shows up and gives her a hug and then Johnny comes over and says, the whole family's back together. But Persia is just like super angry and annoyed and like, oh my God. She's like, oh my God, like I hate this. Yeah, she's going to want to turn on her sooner than later. Mm-hmm. So then we had Toxic Distraction, Russell, two girls. One is Rita Reyes. I don't know what her new name is, but she got murdered by Toxic Distraction. And yeah, of course, they're, they're talking shit. And Cora Jade comes out who injured her arm, shoulder, like at war games. And she gets helped by Raquel Gonzalez. It's like, okay, well, I don't want to see them as a tag team because I want Cora Jade to do this thing all by herself. But like, whatever. So apparently they're going to go for the tag titles. And... Later on, we find out like Kaylee Ray might be going after Mandy Rose, so that's the thing. Yeah, Mandy got a lot of opponents right there. It seemed like. Mm-hmm. Because also, like Cora hinted at wanting to go against Mandy, and then um, what's her face is like not chiquita. No, but here's the thing. I feel like, like like I said before, 
when Raquel Gonzalez beat Io Shirai. She beat her in November. Mm-hmm. Raquel didn't get that title match until April. Like, she, like, Io went through so many other challenges before she got to her because everybody kept forgetting that Raquel beat her. And he was like, oh, whatever, whatever, whatever. And I said it as soon as it happened. I was like, she's getting a title shot. And yeah, it just kept going, kept going, kept going, kept going. Everybody forgot about it. When she challenged, everybody was like, um, okay. And she challenged her and beat her and was like, wait, we didn't see that coming. And Raquel even said it was like, I beat her at war games. So it makes sense. And I was like, oh, that did happen. I'm like, yeah, that was already a seed that was over. But eh, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, Cora Jade is definitely going to get the Mandy Rose thing eventually. And I think she might. Because like, also, you got to remember, she's not healed. So she just got injured. We don't know how long she's going to be out of action. But it's going to happen eventually. So that's a real injury, right? Yeah, no, it's a 100% real injury. Oh, okay. Like, if you watch the way she came down, like, she did pop her shoulder. Like, it was like she did the swan dive. But her arm, she did it because she's so low. She did it and she over-rotated. And her arm trying to do the flat back was out way too far and it went bow and it hit the floor. And yeah, that's what Yeah, and it popped her shoulder out. And you can hear it like as soon as she comes down, she just screams immediately and mm-hmm. rolls over and it's like, Oh yeah, she everybody thought she broke it, but she only separated her shoulder, which EO tried to pop back in place. And I think she did a really poor job because the way EO was doing it, EO was trying to do it for real, but she was scared because you could see in her face, they're yelling at her was like, you should pop it back into place, pop it back into place. She's like, uh, um, I, I don't want to. And Corey's like, yeah, just do it. And you can see her grab it the first time and like just pull. They was like, no, you have to pull hard, pull hard to pop it back in. And she, she was like, she had that face like, I don't want to hurt this girl. But I'm gonna do it anyway, and she did it. But it didn't look like it took because Cora was still holding her arm at the like at the end of the show. So it like she didn't pop it back in because you know she was kind of a little nervous to like do something. You know what I mean? I would be too. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I ain't no fucking doctor. Do you ask it? I know, but it's like she saw her as like little person, and she didn't want to hurt her. And she felt bad. So I understand what she was going with that. We had Tony D'Angelo have beef with Andre Chase, but also he still has beef with Pete Dunn because he stole Pete Dunn's retainer or mouth guard, whatever the hell that is. Don't. This motherfucker retainer. <laughs> I like that. It's something. So then. We have Zion Quinn versus Santos Escobar. And they're having a match. Santos is about to lose. And Electro Lopez puts brass knuckles on Zion's hand. And Zion gets up and he's like, wait, I don't want these knuckles on my hand. I want to win clean. Yeah, dumbass, you fucked up because now you threw the fucking knuckles off because you want to win clean. And you get beat by Santos Escobar. 
seems like uh, you idiot. You're such an idiot. <laughs> so I know it's not over. So then we get outside Carmelo Hayes talking to Malcolm Bivens because Malcolm Bivens was talking about how Roger Strong is the A champion. And Carmelo's like, man, this is the A championship. And it was like, they're going back and forth arguing and it's like, hmm. Like, I know what this is like setting up to, like, Melo being like the most dominant person in NXT and I'm all for it. I'm like, hmm, this, is, this is pretty good. So, it's like, fucking five minutes left in the show. Literally five minutes left in the show. The show's about to go off. They do a Boa thing where Boa's like he wants to face somebody. He didn't even clearly say who he wants to face. Then we get to Johnny goodbye-bye. The Johnny comes out. Johnny's ready to, to tell everybody goodbye. Everybody is cheering Johnny, telling him how much they love him. They want him to stay. They need him to stay. NXT will not be anything without him they love Johnny it's like oh my god like it's so it's so heart-wrenching it's a moment and Johnny telling us his whole story he don't know what he's gonna do he doesn't know what's going on he just knows that in February he's going to be a dad that's very funny because he won't be the only person that's gonna be a dad in February we're gonna talk about that later but he says, like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be a dad and this. And, like, I don't know what the future holds, guys. And I don't know what's going on. And all of a sudden, as he's doing this, he gets attacked by Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller just beats the living shit out of him, throws him to a table. Everybody's blowing him, calling him a piece of shit. It's perfect heat for the angle. Great. Now, it immediately sparks everybody to go, is Johnny staying or is Johnny going? What's happening? And it did, it made everything murky. Everybody's like, what the fuck? Like, what's happening? What's happening? It's like, hmm, I don't know. I don't know. Because it seems, it seems like it's a thing that he might stay or he might go. But here's the thing. After the show went off, Johnny's in the ring. Johnny's all sad. Johnny's just crying and stuff. And then here comes Ciampa. And everybody's cheering. Everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's happy. Everybody's loving it. And it's like, oh, my God, this is so dope. Oh, oh Johnny, please don't go. We love you, Johnny. And on the outside, Kyle O'Reilly is just like in full gear, just just, just cheering us on. Just like, yeah, this is awesome. Woo. Yay, leaving. Woo, leaving. Woo. It's just like, okay, Kyle. It, did, it got to the point where Johnny was like, Dude, your family too. Get in this fucking ring. He's like, wait, you want me in this ring? Trump was like, get your dumb ass in the ring. Come on. Come on. So he, he gets in the ring. They're all there. They're hugging and shit. And it's like, oh, this is so dope. I'm like, this is dope. That's the thing. That's the thing. And it's like, oh. Now, so there's a rumor going around that both of these gentlemen are supposed to be staying. And I know people are like, what? That's so dumb. Yeah, like I, I know it sounds dumb. 
But here's here's what I was alluding to when I said Johnny won't be the only person who's going to be a father in February. So so is Kyle. Kyle is oh. looking for a son to be born, son or daughter. I don't know what the baby is. But in February. So right now, WWE's like, hey, we're operating under the assumption that both of these guys are going to be back with us before the baby. And I can uh, get the AEW. So AEW starts off with MJF's music. It's like, okay, cool. MJF's coming out in his hometown. Everybody's cheering. But it winds up being CM Punk. Okay, CM Punk. CM Punk goes on like a 30-minute tirade about how bad New York is, how bad their hockey team is. He calls everybody a bunch of dipshits for loving him. He has on a shirt with AEW on the four pillars, and MJF is out, and it's Britt Baker. He's He is going off. The bad part is, like, CM Punk is in full heel mode, and it's just, like, bizarro world, because it's like, Punk should be getting cheered, and, like, Everybody should be booing MJF, and it's like, nah, we're in full bizarro mode. Like, fuck this. It's like, it was so weird, dude. It was so weird. It's like, I know everybody loves him, like, loves Punk, and it's like, it's so weird to see him get booed for something that's not even that bad. And it's like, what is happening? Like, and also, how the fuck is MJO, MJF actually over? How? How? Like, <laughs> Like, that's not even a thing, it's too... How? Like, it's his hometown, so... That's halfway expected, but this man is such a dickhead, like... You wouldn't even think he loved in his hometown. Exactly. So, then... They played his promo about MJF. How he was... Whatever he was in New York, and all of this stuff. He pulls up in his cool car puts on his his football jacket and like they're talking about all New York things that only he knows and it's like everybody's cheering and then all of a sudden massive pop MJF comes out and MJF turns into the biggest pussy he turns into the biggest pussy because he didn't expect this like he set this up as a joke he was like yeah I'm gonna get cheered in my hometown bigger than you did he set this up as a joke and didn't expect it to happen. And it happened. He got cheered and he started fucking crying because he's like, oh my God, people actually like me. I can't believe this. This is fucking great. It's like, oh my God. You set this up as a joke and you still wasn't expecting it. I'm like, you stupid bitch. But it's okay. People like me now. Now what do I do? Fuck. (laughs) Yeah, but then we had the fucking Battle Royal and he turned into a fucking heel in a battle royal, hiding behind goddamn Wardlow the whole time. And the fucking match is going over, and shit's happening, people getting thrown out left and right, whatever, whatever. We get down to the last couple, and fucking Ricky starts, Dante Martin, MJF. And Dante goes, <clears throat> ah, fuck you, Ricky starts, and throws him out. And everybody's like, what? Like, that happened? I'm like, well, that was no time for this turn to happen. He took off the Team Taz armband and everything. He was like, nah, fuck this. I'm out. He's like, dude, it's like, what? Like, like, 
it was no time for this. I thought it was gonna play out over time. So that was quick as shit. He yeah. had on black and orange too. So like he looked like he fit. Yeah. But yeah, they 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 swerved the swerve. So Ricky Stark started beating him up after MJF shook hands with Dante Martin. And MJF is walking back and he keeps looking back. He keeps looking back. Keeps looking back. And it's so fucked up. He keeps looking back. And everybody's like, go out there. Go help him. Go help him. Go help him. And I just kept saying for the whole time, I was like, fam. I'm like, fam, you don't want him to help him. Go help him. Wait, wait, wait. Mm -hmm. They said go help him. They didn't use any pronouns whatsoever. (laughs) That's true. And and MJF did help. He helped Ricky Starks beat the shit out of Dante Martin, which was funny. He helped him? (laughs) Yeah, he did. And then CM Punk came back like, no, I'm going to even the score. I'm going to make shit better. No. You can't do this, you bad guy. It's like, okay. Well, that's a thing. So, after that, we got the cheer squad. Spear squad 2.0. Brian Pillman and Griff Garrison with Julia Hart. And the Jurassic Express which is, they came out with Christian and Christian was like, yo, you guys go out there and do this by yourselves. You got this. Thanks, Christian. And they fought 2.0 and Max Astor and Anthony Bowens. The awesome Anthony Bowens. Yes. yes. And so they had this match. Anthony Bowens kicked Brian Pillman in the face. I've seen it. it was you seen fun. it? Oh my God. <laughs> It was fucking awesome. Like it was like it looked like it hurt so bad, but it was so fucking awesome because it was a kick. It was like, oh my god, he fucked his face up. <laughs> he fucked his face up really bad. It was like, oh my god, it's awesome. It then like Eddie Kingston beats up like 2.0 and he runs to the back and like you can't hear anything because it's a technical malfunction. So like People are getting their ass beat. Eddie Kingston cutting the promo. No one knows what happened. The bad part was like Ortiz was out there. I didn't even know it was fucking Ortiz because he. Oh my god! Thank you. I didn't didn't know it was him either. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. Look, he looked totally fucking different. And they got beat up by 2.0. And like, I guess that's gonna lead to something later. Whatever. I don't. I, I, I don't know. I'm very confused. Six man. Um, something like that. So then we had FTR, and they were talking about whatever they were talking about. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, we're, we're talking about whatever we're talking about. Good for us. Woo! Like, okay, you guys are gonna do something later because they're basically saying they're gonna have a tag team match for the tag titles against the Lucha Brothers. Okay. All right, Paige. Yes. So then we get. A version of Rapungi 3K, which is Rocky Romero and Chuck Taylor versus the Young Bucks. So they're having a match. The match is going. The match is going. It's like, all right, this match is a a thing. Not gonna say nothing crazy about it, but like it was a thing. So it was it was a really long match. Like it was a really long match. Like it was a long match. It was it was a match to the point where it was like 
halfway through the match, you're like, okay, this is going to end soon, right? No, we're going to give it another 10, 20 minutes. Okay. Orange Cassidy got in. Orange Cassidy got beat up. Like, everybody's getting their ass beat. Then, like, the Bucks get the win. And it's like, okay, the Bucks get the win. Then they beat the shit out of Orange Cassidy at the end. Then Yuta comes out. And this is the best part. Because if you were listening, this was the best part. The Best Friends music hits. And Tony Schiavone goes, I don't know why they're playing that music. There's no more Best Friends. I was like, you son of a bitch. Like, you son of a bitch. (laughs) I was like, you son of a bitch. And then we see the van. And then we get Eric Young. I mean, we get Trent Beretta with a new look, better body. He looked great, actually. I'm not even gonna lie, he looked great. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, like he's unrecognizable for a second. Like, you have to look closely at him. The only reason I knew was him because I the, the mom van. <laughs> yes. So he helped beat up the Bucks and and Adam Cole and. They, they all run off and we get the big hug. So that's a thing. I'm going to talk about that in a minute because. Give the people what they want. <laughs> yeah. And they're going to have a match on Rampage. And also, what is this goddamn name? Bob Fish is going to be there. So, and I know everybody's like, wait, okay, why does that have to do something with that? Because Bob Fish is there to help them out, which means it should be, like, even. Which is now uneven, because you have four on four. But you also have Rocky Romero, who's, like, basically a quote-unquote extra best friend. So it's like, ah, you have four four on five. Alright. Oh, you can add Brandon Cutler, but who the hell wants to add Brandon Cutler? That just means, like, it could be Yeah, like I'm saying, yeah, and it could be a possibility that you could throw in a friend that's having a Bobby later on. So, I mean, why not? Like, why not throw in another friend? You know, you know, it's a thing. And like Renegade said, like, it is winter. coming or it may not come who knows just just throwing it out there i'm not saying it's going to happen because also this is pure speculation this isn't me confirming that kyle o'reilly is leaving and johnny gargano is saying i'm not confirming anything okay all right okay (laughs) not confirming it So then we get a funny thing, which like I love this. This I love this just because of the one line. So we have Ruby Soho in the back, and she gets picked on by Bunny and Pinopoli, and they're talking to her. And Bunny's like, "You have no friends. You're Ruby Solo." Ha 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 ha. And then Ruby starts beating her ass. Ruby's beating both of their asses, which is fucking hilarious. She beats both of their asses. They're getting their ass beat. And the funny part is like, if you're not paying attention, you don't see it. And it's just like, surprise, motherfucker. I'm not even lying. It literally, she literally said that. She literally said that. Yeah. That it, was, it was fucking Nyla Rose. She came out of nowhere. Surprise, motherfucker. Like, oh, wait, <laughs> you can't do that. 
hilarious. <laughs> it was hilarious. And she beat the shit out of her. And then Tay Conte and Anna J showed up and was like, ha, we're going to help you, Ruby. Hey. <laughs> like, okay, cool. That had to have been the best part of the whole fucking show. Just a surprise, motherfucker. It was because that shit was fucking funny. I loved it. So, <laughs> like, like if you don't pay attention to what I'm about to say, you're gonna be like, "Wait, yeah, no, that makes sense." Then you'll be like, "Wait, what?" So, okay. Sammy Guevara comes out. Sammy Guevara is talking about, "I want to have a TNT title match soon." It was like probably next week. All of a sudden, Cody Rhodes come out and was like, "Well, I'm glad you said that because." I'm going to be your opponent on Christmas. Bitch, I said next week. What are you talking about? Like, we have weeks to go. No, I'm going to be your opponent on Christmas. Tony Khan said so. And I'm going to be your opponent. And I'm going to beat you for that belt. And then he teases going to the heel entrance and then goes back to the face entrance. And it got, like, it was to the point where, like, literally Sammy Guevara was like, fam, I'm not even sure if I said that. Like, I wasn't even up to Christmas. And, like, as he's talking, then all of a sudden, Ego and Scorpio is like, hey, you should give us a title shot next. And it's like, dude, I actually think that's where it was going to. I don't know why the Cody thing was revealed so quickly. But, yeah, it's even going to be Scorpio or Ethan versus Sammy sometimes sooner than later. But I was just super just, like, dumbfounded. Even Sammy, when he said... I'm going to wrestle you on Christmas. It seems like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I'm talking about next week. Why do we get so far ahead? Like, no, we're far. Okay. What the fuck? I think he like he did that purposely to be a dick. Like, no, I know he did it to be a dick, but like, it was so confusing. Because like, not only us and even Sammy, everybody was like, what the fuck? Like, why, why was that a thing? Like, why did you say that? Like, what? Like, what was like? What was your thought process behind that? Because like, his very I, first comment was "good guy to good guy," and we all know Cody's not a good guy. No, he's a good guy. We just hate him because we know that he's an asshole in real life. So that's the thing. No, I think the comment like he's leading more to heel now. It's, it's gonna happen, I think. No. It's not. Yeah. It's not. Okay. It's not happening. It's not happening at all. It's just. It's not happening. Like I can't. Like I can't even explain how stupid he is. But it's not happening. It's okay. definitely not happening. Sorry. Because you see how perfect it is, right? For him. No, to I, do see, it. I see how perfect it is. But like, he doesn't want to be healed, and he wants to be faced, and he wants to stay faced. So I'm like, all right, dude, you can stay face as much as you want, but like, like we're still gonna bully you. Like, like there's no shot that we're like not gonna bully you. Like, it's straight up all bulls. It's all bulls. Cause it's not like, oh, we're doing it because it's cool. No, it's all bulls. It's just all bulls. It's fuck you. It's all bulls. Don't like you. But yeah, that was a thing. Then we had. My bae, Jamie Hayter, and Rijo in a match. And of course, like this match wasn't going to be Jamie Hayter getting a win, but like it was 
it was okay, but like I kind of halfway feared for real safety through like half of this because because <laughs> Jamie was throwing her around and beat her the fuck up and it's like Jesus Christ, is she okay? Like she just kept going. It was like ah, like I got you. She was fucking her up and like. Rio came back at the end to get the win, but it's like, Jesus Christ, Jimmy is fucking her up. I think like, Rio I, like, would get pissed her off. The funny thing is, like, Rio takes a beating and, like, she looks cool taking a beating. And she really, like, took a huge beating with Jamie. Like, Jamie beat the shit out of her. And then, of course, you know, whatchamacallit attacked her. Um, Britt Baker attacked her. And so that was a thing because they're setting up their match eventually. Yeah. So Taz still angry that Dante Martin did what he did. Taz is angry. He's like, "Yeah, we got something we're gonna bring up and we're gonna do a rampage." That's it. We're sending Hook. Like, oh shit, Hook's wrestling. So Hook's gonna wrestle on rampage. That's gonna be dope. Yep. Can't wait. So, yeah. So they bring out the cheer squad, which is, you know, who they are. And so they're all out there and Julia Hart gets black. I mean, <laughs> Julia Hart gets sprayed in the face by black. Okay, one more time. Malachi Black sprayed Julia Hart in the face and she screamed and cried so loud. I felt bad for her. Because it's like, oh my god, why are you screaming, crying? Like, you, you kind of black person spinning your face. Why? Why? By the way, he missed. Just throw it out there. He completely missed, dude. It, like, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm just trying to go along with it because it's supposed to. Dude, like, he completely missed. Like, if you watch it back, he got more of Brian Tillman than he got of her. It's like, dude, what the yeah. fuck? Like, you missed completely. Like, you completely fucking missed. Like, no, no, no. And here's the thing. Mm-hmm. That's supposed to, like, quote-unquote blind you and whatever, right? Like, mm-hmm. Talk, right? Yeah. So, you could play it like it hit her and hit Brian. Mm-hmm. Because that's clearly what happened. It hit mm-hmm. more Brian. How come Brian, like, totally, like, no-sold it? I don't know. But... You had a theory, and like I've seen this theory after you had this theory first, that he could be turning Julia Hart to the House of Black. Yeah. How would how would you feel about if she went all black? First of all. <laughs> <laughs> Second off, um it would be good because I really don't like this cheerleader gimmick. Like, hopefully he gets all three of them. Yeah. But, I mean, I was going to say something that's going to come out all wrong. Like, <laughs> because, you know, the cheerleader gimmick is for a lot of people who have that little fantasy of a small white girl that's, like, cheerleader. She's super hot. Oh, my God. I love that schoolgirl fantasy. Yeah, baby. Yeah, that 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 hits that checks a lot of boxes with a lot of people. But what I'm gonna say is controversial, which is not the controversy you think it's gonna be. I don't see the appeal in her as 
or wrestler. She sits there and looks good. That's all she does. Like, she hasn't hit the mark for me as, like, a wrestler, in-ring person, or outside person. Because for some reason, it's like, she's just been, yeah, it's black. Like, even her getting black is just not going to do it for me. Like, maybe I might be wrong because I was wrong about the Britt Baker thing and coming here and just, like, walk my walk my take back. But, like, Julia Hart just doesn't appeal to me as a wrestler or a outside person. I mean, she's a very pretty, very nice girl. Like, she's super nice. I have no problem with that. But, like, like I said, she doesn't appeal to me in the ring or... I think one thing that doesn't appeal to me about her is like I haven't seen much of her to like get invested and be like oh shit like I like her it's like mm, yeah. the last couple of matches I saw of you was like yeah kind of average so I was like I don't know man I don't know I put it to you like this mm-hmm. this thing she's been her whole AEW career in my opinion mm-hmm. was getting Max Caster suspended okay yeah that, that, that was her best thing <laughs> <laughs> like hopefully I agree with you hopefully this black thing turns her to like a star where I can be like oh you know what I actually like watching her do stuff like she's actually cool and she's on TV more to kind of appeal to me and be like oh yeah she's kind of something like something about her like her charisma or something or something something like I want something like that to happen but like like I said we'll see like we'll see but I don't have yeah, sometimes all it takes is a like a tweak of the gimmick. Like look at Roman Reigns. We yeah. hated him for years. Yeah, a fresh like, paint of coat. Yeah, it's just a fresh paint of coat. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. So then we had the main event, which was Brian Danielson and Johnny Silverware. And Johnny Hungy. Yes. And Brian beat the shit out of him. Brian beat the shit out of him, wound up knocking him out, and then like put him in like a full Nelson on the ground and forgot that he he forgot that he was supposed to stop his head in. He was like, yo, I kicked everybody's heads in. And he was like, oh shit, I forgot to stop his head in. And grabbed him and proceeded to start to stop his head in. And then Hangman was like, no, I'm gonna save my friend. And then he beat Brian up, and Brian was like, next week I'm gonna kick your head in. Like, okay, cool. I think he said, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah, he, the cowboy shit out of you. Yeah, yeah. Now, because of that, there was something said, it was a line earlier where Punk was talking about MJF and how much Punk wanted to go for the title. Punk was like, yo, I wanna go for the title. And I know you wanna go for the title too, MJF. So, why don't we have a match, number one contender? And I'm like, yeah, that sounds like that should be a thing. And everybody immediately... Huh? You wrote it. You should like it. I know, but like everybody immediately jumped on, oh, CM Punk's definitely beating him and CM Punk's going to get the next title match. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, if you're... Like, if somebody is automatically writing, oh my God, CM Punk's going to beat him, get the next title match against whoever wins between... Brian and Hangman, you're just like delusional because you're just going with this false narrative of what you want to see. If it was me, and like I said, if it was me, I'd be like, you know what? Instead of doing that, let MJF beat Punk. And I know people be like, why? Why is he going to beat Punk? 
What do you mean? Why? It's just perfectly written for that to happen. Because if he beats Punk, right, everybody's going to hate him. They're going to hate him more. They're going to be like, you son of a bitch, you shouldn't be able to do that. Why did you beat Punk? Punk is the GOAT. You can't beat Punk. What? Boo. Boo you. They're going to be so mad. They're going to be so mad. And it's like, okay, now they're mad. Now he's rolling on to face Hangman where everybody's going to be like, oh, you can't beat Hangman because I think Hangman's going to beat Brian. I don't think Brian's won. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I see that too. And they're going to be like, yo, you're going to face Hangman and like, you're going to beat him because everybody's going to think it because it's like, he beat Punk. Everybody's like, oh, he beat Punk. And the funny part is, I feel like if he beats Punk in a cheating way, like like I'm saying, in a cheating way, he beats Punk. That gives Punk the okay to screw him out the title match and Punk to get his revenge later on. Like, now, Punk is pissed because I feel like MJF is going to beat Punk in some weird-ass, cheating-ass way. Boom! Oh, my God! And he beat Punk. And everybody's going to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe that. He's number one contender now. They're going to push along the narrative that MJF is this. And Punk is going to act like he forgot all about it. He's like, yeah, well, whatever. And then Punk's going to screw MJF over for the Hangman thing. I'm thinking that could be a way to go with a, a story to keep the title. Or you could just go, you know what? Complete fuck it and fuck Hangman. Hangman lose the title and we just keep going from there. Like, it, 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 it could be whatever. It could be whatever. Either way, it writes itself. Yeah, it's like, it's so many ways you could go with this, but like, if you just go with the narrative, oh, we're going to put Punk in it, Punk's going to go against Hangman and he's going to lose to Hangman. Uh, okay, cool. I'm going to be like, uh, no. Like, I'm just going to be like, no? Like, hello? You can do better. Like, what the fuck? Like, the it's fuck? like way too easy. Yeah, it's like, go with some complicated storyline for long-term selling. Like, come on, man. Do better. Do better. Do better. Yeah. Because then you could give MJF a eventual rematch, which mm-hmm. rematches in AEW are really rare. Mm-hmm. It happens. Mind you, it does happen. You could give Punk a eventual match. You know? Mm-hmm. Hell, multi-person match. You can do that, too. Yeah, it's like so much stuff you can do. And it's like... Because we haven't had a multi-person match for a title yet. And it's like so much you can do. And it's like, all right. All right, we could do so much here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like I'm totally up for like a long, twisted, weird type of story. I'm down for that. Hopefully you do it. Yeah. So yeah, um that was that and now we get to Monday night rar. <laughs> Did you like raw? Dude, I don't even remember Raw. Like, I just remember the fucking, um, what, two matches? Wait, why do you not remember Raw? Because, like, I feel like everything else was slightly better than Raw, except for the two matches. Yes. 
And Raw started off with the, well, it's not a main event, kind of, but a match. But it started off with Kevin Owens versus fucking, um, yep, Biggie. So they're in a cage match, and the cage match is going. The cage match is happening, and we're like, okay, cage match is going. All right. So just all of a sudden, just like in the middle of the cage match, they're both about to get out. And Renegade called it, was like, oh, Seth Rollins should show up sometime. Bam! Seth Rollins slams the door on both of their heads. It's like, oh, my God. This is this is crazy. So the match keeps going. Match keeps the going. I this match. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because match keeps going. Biggie gets the win. So the match is over. So the cage is getting lifted. Seth gets in the ring. Seth and all of them start fighting. And then they cut the commercial. Commercial goes. Renegade says to me, wouldn't it be funny if the fourth guy that just came out of nowhere and beat the shit out of all of them? Ha ha ha. That would be funny. Ha ha. Yep. You know what? That's exactly <laughs> what happened. <laughs> Fucking Bob Lash showed up and beat the shit out of all of them. Thanks, Renegade. You made this super <laughs> complicated. Yeah, and that that was fucked up. Four way. Yeah. Yes, it should be a four way. <laughs> so then we get Nikki Ash versus um, Queen Zelina, and uh, of course Queen Zelina win. Nikki Ash is losing. They're doing some kind of storyline with her. We'll talk about that in a second. Then we get the shaman, Matt Riddle, dressed up like an old WWE announcer with an earpiece and all and jacket and tells Randy, hey, we should dress up like this because we have an RK Bro tournament, which is a bunch of tag teams that's just like doing tag team crap. And it's like, okay. All right, when but- he says a bunch of tag teams, it's only four tag teams. Yeah. <laughs> so sad. It's so sad. This tag division is sad. So they cut to the back and Nikki Ash is there. Some lady asked for an autograph. And she's like, no, not you. Him. And it's Jerry Lawler who's in Memphis and just got signed to a new contract. It's like, yeah, kid, if you win some more matches. <laughs> it's like, dude, get the fuck out of here. No one cares. Go somewhere. Go, just go somewhere. Go. Leave. Bye. I was about to say go home, but he is home. Yeah, he is home. Stay off my TV. How about that? That works. That works. So in the tag tournament, it starts off with AJ and almost versus the Street Profits. And it ends very dumbly and it just starts leading more to what you've been leaning to and something that I've been leaning to for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So almost winds up getting counted out, which they lose, so they're out, and AJ's a little angry, like, dude, what the fuck, man? Why would you do this? Fucking pay attention. We need to win these matches. He's like, you shut that up, boss. I'm leaving. Like, man, what the fuck? Why do that? Oh, bitch. <laughs> so, now it looks like they're breaking up. But, to me, it looks like AJ is going to get that match with Edge at WrestleMania that we really want. So, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the thing. It's looking like stuff is happening. 
So Oh must probably win the under giant battle royal in that case. Probably. Probably. So yeah, we get the big Bob versus the Damien inside for the US title. I hate it. I hate it. None of that sounded right, but okay. Because <laughs> that's what it was, dude. That's exactly what it was. That's 100% what it was, but none of it sounded right. <laughs> yeah, and then he, then Damien got super kicked by Dolph, so apparently that's going to be due for next week. Yep. Okay. All right, whatever. I don't really care. Whatever. Then we had Dewdrop versus Bianca, which was actually a good match. Until Dewdrop just walked out at the end and was like, no, I'm not going to let you get the win. I'm going to get counted out. Fuck you. Ha-ha. So that feud is going to carry on, but, like, it wasn't a bad match. It wasn't a bad match at all. It was like, it was all right, match. Like, all right, but yeah, you're not getting this win. I'm leaving. Bye. Bye-bye. Did you peep what she said on Twitter? What did she say? WWE tweeted, like, how could, could Dewdrop do this? She goes... Because I do spell like do drop mm-hmm. what I want. Okay. What the fuck? <laughs> yes. So we get Austin Theory and Vince McMahon. And Vince is yelling at him for no reason. It's like, dude, why? I don't know. I'm just yelling at him and I'm back for no reason. Okay, why? I don't know. Ah, rah, 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 rah. Okay, good for you. So... <laughs> Then we had Miz and Edge yell at each other about Miz and Edge things. And then they announced at day one, it's going to be Miz versus Edge. And I know everybody was like writing off day one. Day one is uh, supposed to be now a big pay-per-view. We'll We'll get into that a little bit later. So then we had the second match in the RK Bro tournament and you yelled said hey I wouldn't be mad if the Mysterios win and the Mysterios won because you said that yeah I even told you like this is me talking yes then after the match Otis beats up Riddle for no reason which didn't care so then we had Finn Balor versus Tabar. Finn beat Tabar, and Finn got beat up by Austin. And Austin's like, "Ha, ah, take a picture of you. <laughs> I'm cool or whatever." Yeah, exactly. We had the 24/7 idiots do 24/7 idiot shit. They're like, "Ah, we're gonna fight. <laughs> we're gonna beat Dana." <laughs> and Reggie, which I think is flirting with Dana, like, "No, don't hurt Dana." She's so hot. And then Tamina tried to get her in. He stayed in the way. was like, no, you can't do it. Ha ha. Not my girl. Ha ha ha. Ha. I was like, okay, whatever, dude. Okay. <laughs> <Don't care. laughs> so that was like it. I know, but like, I don't, I don't know. So then Bob Lash was like, yo, I want to be in that match. I should be in that match. Fuck that. I, I'm going to be in that match. And they're like, Bob, we can't make you in that match right now. Whatever. Okay. All right. So they left it at that. 
And then we went to the main event. We went to the main event, which was the MILF Becky Lynch against the toy Liv Morgan. And it was a good match. It was a long match. A lot of people... This match is the whole show? Yeah, a lot of people were angry about the end. A lot of people were angry. Even the girl in the crowd was like super pissed off. And we're going to call her the angry live girl. I was just about to say that. <laughs> like, and I know WWE, like, they have to pay attention. It's like, dude, pay attention. She's over. They're like, no, 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 no. I'm like, Liv is over. No, 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 no. Okay. okay. Like, Liv Morgan is super over. And they're like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. They're like, dude, what the fuck? What is happening? And... Liv lost, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. She lost to Becky roll up, and Becky like held the ropes. Now, to the normal eye, it's whatever, whatever. But to the regular people, it's like there's no day one. There's no day one match. We don't have a match. So somebody set that match up. Yeah. So. Live versus Becky at day one. And I know... Yeah, and I know it'd be weird to, like, some people to say, yo, Liv needs to win, and I'm, like, 100% there. Liv needs to win, beat Becky for the title, Liv gets over, Liv goes into... I would give Liv a two being title run, let her go into Royal Rumble, defend a title, not against Becky, but, like, against somebody else. And then Becky takes the title off of her right before WrestleMania. And Becky goes into whatever storyline she's going to go into. And that will be good. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'll be totally okay with that. So, what I was going to say about day one and how big it is, it's going to be a yearly thing. It's going to be a big thing. Here is where, like, you know how that thing is, like, everybody goes, oh, plans change, and, like, they never really knew the plan in the begin with, but that's not what's happening here. Like, I know the plans. The plans were this, this, and this. The plans did change. Like, they changed tremendously because of things that happened. They tremendously changed. The plans did change. Because the plan was they were going to do this. They were going to do Royal Rumble. And I was like, okay, cool. But we were going to get Jeff versus Roman Reigns. And Jeff Hardy, we don't know what happened. I'm not going to speculate. I'm not going to be like, yeah, Jeff Hardy was. I'm not going to speculate. I'm not going to speculate at all. I'm going to leave it like that. Jeff Hardy, something happened with Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy wasn't right. Jeff Hardy got fucked up. We just leave it at that. Jeff Hardy was not right. And Jeff Hardy jumped out when the crowd, hey, uh, <laughs> and they were like, hey, 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 Jeff, 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 chill. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> whatever, Jeff. So they wound up letting Jeff go. They let Jeff go. Jeff's gone from WWE. 
first, how do you feel about that? And then I'm going to go with some rebuttal. But go on. How do you feel about Jeff? <clears throat> so, from what I'm hearing, right? Mm-hmm. They offered him mm-hmm. rehab, right? Mm-hmm. And he said no. So that, like, allegedly, that's why they fired him. So, I'm indifferent. Like, I wish him the best, but at the same time, it's like, if indeed they offered you rehab for your, to help you, you know what I mean? Okay. So, I'm going to go through what I've been hearing and what I'm trying to decipher for this whole thing. Okay. So, after the Jeff thing happened, the next day, Matthew gets online and Matthew goes, Dog, my brother's all right. Chill. It's like, all right. I mean, we, we're like, we're fine with that. I mean, all right. Like, glad you gave us an update. Thanks, Matt. Blah, blah, Whatever, whatever. Everybody's like, okay, cool. So, through the cracks in the tunnel, we heard some words out there that was like, yo, Jeff wants to leave WWE. What? Yeah, Jeff wants to leave WWE. All right. It doesn't make any sense. Like this thing happened and he's hurt, whatever. But whatever, you guys, you're crazy. Yeah, Jeff wants to leave WWE. Okay, cool. So after they said Jeff didn't want to do rehab, WWE fired him, whatever, whatever. Everybody's like, oh, well, Jeff needs help. This is a, a problem, whatever, whatever, whatever. This is bad. So right as the story broke, 20 minutes later, Beth Hardy, which is Jeff's wife, goes, yo, we all good over here. I don't know what y'all been hearing, but we all good over here. It's like, that's really random. And then Matt proceeded to tweet later on, yo, my family's good, dog. Everything's cool. He's like, all right, well, that sounds a little weird. And then Rebby also proceeded to join in with the, we all good over here. And it's like, so it gets into a little bit of a, the, like, was this really you being this way or was this really a you trying to get out of a contract? Because like I said, I heard through cracks in the Toronto that eh, I don't really want to be here. It's like, okay. If that was a thing, then just, you know, also you can't just ask for your release and they're not going to get to you. So it's like, right now it's at the point where it's blurred and I don't know if they're doing this because they're family. Like, no, we don't want him to look bad. We want him to look great in everybody's eyes. Like, I know you guys love Jeff Hardy. We're going to love Jeff Hardy no matter what. We love him through whatever happened before. We love him no matter what. Now it's to the yeah. point where it's like, it's a little murky because it's like, we kind of think that this is something else. But like, these things that keep coming out from the family and other people, it seems murky now. It's like, was this really a drug or alcohol thing that happened? Or was that just him fucking to get out of WWE? Like, I think he probably was faking it just to like leave like, whatever. Yeah, like I'm not saying, like I'm not going with the fakery. And I know people are probably sitting there going, no, he's actually on drugs, people. Come on. Like, you're an idiot. Like I said, I'm like I'm covering the conspiracy, like I'm like I'm not gonna lie, I'm covering the conspiracy because this it seems too weird 
to be normal. It's like, oh no, he really is fucked up. Now it seems weird because it's like Beth, Matt, and Revel. I mean, Rebby saying something too, like, yo, he's good. And it's like, and then we heard that he wanted to leave WWE before this. And it's like, is this like a gotcha? Like, gotcha, I'm out. Like, or is it? Because, like, I'm going to be honest. Like, I love Jeff Hardy, and, like, I'm, I'm not even going to be mad if he did that, but I'm just going to still be a little bit salty to just, like, damn, dog, that's how you went out? Like, you left that way? Like, I still love you. You still cool, but, like, like, prison was so bad that you had to, like, fake suicide to get out? It's like, like, that's how you left there? Like, I understand if you want to leave. Like, I have no problems with that gonna support you wherever you go but it's like oh that's that's it like that's the way you go out but like even like even way it just seems weird and like even if it is a drug problem and alcohol problem we still gonna support him hope he gets better but at the same time it's like man like i don't i don't know man i don't know because like like i said i still like i still am supporting him 100 all for it thumbs up all for it not even against it all for it but like I said if this was you know fakery then I'm just gonna feel a little bit of some kind of way but like you know know. I'm on the other side of that right Mm -hmm. mind you when I say that right I agree with you 100% like Love Jeff Hardy, love him 100%, whatever he decides to do. If it is drugs, hope he gets better, whatever, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. If this is like a whole mastermind type of thing, mm-hmm. I'm not even be salty. To me, it's fucking, fucking like genius type shit. <laughs> like, goddamn, you're that fucking smart. I mean, it's fucking perfect. Like, it's fucking perfect to like, the play that and like I said is perfectly fine the problem is you have people out there fans that love you unconditionally that love you unconditionally and like want you to be okay they want you to be okay they don't want you to be hurt and if they're concerned and they're falling apart like I don't like I know that there's probably going to be a little bit of backlash if this is a fake and like people are gonna be like, oh my god, I'm so mad at you. Like you had me in my feels. Because once you get somebody's emotions into this, like they get angry. It's that's like it. so that's what I'm so like even though people are gonna look back at this and be like, oh fuck that guy. It's like fam, like I understand, but like to me that that would be kind of shitty just to like fuck with everybody's love for you because you wanted to do X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? No, I got you, and, like, I agree with you in a sense, but, like, hey, I'm an asshole, so I probably would have done the same thing if I wanted to leave. <laughs> hey, like, you're gonna offend a lot more people than before, and then, like, that that goes into, like, the whole rest of it. Like, if you really do fall off again, people are gonna be so angry because the way you did what you did they're literally going to be the people who push the button and be like, go ahead and video game yourself. 
and you're going to video game yourself because of the that you're going to get and it's going to be like I don't even know how to feel about that because it'd be like something that you brought on it'd be like you brought on this yourself but at the same time like it was you trying to run away from something and it's like I understand like I understand if you wanted to be out if you wanted to be out do something different do something different but this is like eh, but like I said if he's if this is really sickness then I hope that he's okay like I'm not I'm not against him being okay if this is like if this is what it is you have the release the release is over they can't go we're reinstating you now if night if in 90 days he goes yo I fake that shit I'm sorry for for making y'all worry blah blah I'm like all right this is a little dog shit but like at least like it is what it is like you came out you apologized you owned up to it you took accountability for it no cancel culture for you and they'd be like all right well that's all right but if he doesn't dude like I'm gonna be honest if you like if you did something like that and you didn't even apologize and you just like not fuck it I just want to go do what I wanted to do I would hate you for the rest of your life like even like if you get into like your worst situation I would literally be one of the people that wants you to video game yourself because it would be something you brought on yourself yeah because it's like you have people out there that literally are crying and trying to make you like like trying to bring shit up it's like dude like what the fuck dude like they really want to you know what I mean yeah no but I'm saying like if this is like a whole swerve type of thing or whatever I wouldn't even bring it up cause like the true like people are gonna ride with him anyway but then like there's others that's gonna like shit on him and tell him to die and yada 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 you know Mm -hmm. like you know, like, that's why I would, I'll just leave it alone. Like, do whatever you gotta do. If you wanna go to AEW, go to AEW. That seemed the most probable thing. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't address it if it's fake. So just let everybody believe that it's just, like, a thing. Yeah. Okay. As bad as that sounds, yeah, because... It's gonna come back to haunt him like ten times worse. Yeah, I mean, well, he could he could have did that. He could have did like Johnny Wrestling did and just let his contract expire and leave WWE. When what? is it over? Wait, 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 what did I say? It's, I didn't say anything out loud. When, it's over now. Contract is over. What? I didn't say that. His contract is over. Well, I guess Johnny's contract is over. Who knows when the hell he'll show up. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. um, What else you got? Uh, None. You covered the Jeff Hardy thing. That was the only thing that came to mind. Okay, well, um, We have another podcast later on this week. We have another podcast covering SmackDown and uh, 
Rampage. Yeah, so are, are you ready for that? You ready for that podcast? You ready for that one? They have more stories on other stuff that's already out there. <laughs> ready? I hope you're ready. No. Okay. Well. All right, Jon Snow. Jon Snow. <laughs> <laughs>